What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mini Crush. The pensive edition. (laughs) Are we pensive? You seem a little pensive. I am pensive. I had a shit morning. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, Chuck. That's all right. You want to talk about it? Not on the air. Okay. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, I'm looking to see when this is going to come out and all, and I think, are we in the new year yet? In podcast time? Yeah, I'm looking. Hold on, everyone. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my uh, you know, little behind-the-scenes thing. We all have a meta sh- spreadsheet. That's right. That we have to keep up with for every single show. Right. And it says what the date is, what the show is, uh, whether it's recorded or not, a meta description. Yeah. What else is in a there? Title, a title. Potentially some keywords. Potentially some yeah, keywords. There's a field for it. <laughs> uh, Noel, yes, this is not the new year yet. This Damn should it. be coming out. On December 30th, episode number 98. Hoo. Hoo. Uh, Getting very close. Hoo. Uh, Inching towards one hundy. Uh, everyone, get tickets for my Movie Crush Live, SF Sketch Fest, January 19th, Sunday. Audience participation. Uh, we need you out there. I'm going to be walking around with a microphone. You're going to have to come with uh, some prepared materials. So stay tuned for that as well. But uh, we're going to have a good time, so please come out and help us fill whatever tiny little theater that we can uh, get our hands on. Chuck, a buddy of mine had a really good hot take about the Irishman. You want to hear it? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Trying to figure it out. 
if Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are doing a good representation of tough guys, or if all tough guys are just doing what they've seen Robert De Niro and Al Pacino <laughs> do for literally 8,000 years. That's funny. That's from uh, Peter, Peter Dovey on Instagram. Chicken or the egg? Yes. It's okay. I don't either, Chuck. All right. Uh, so, Noel, I'm looking around, as you see, for a Sharpie and a piece of paper. And you know why? No! I mean, yay! <laughs> Stand for Noel's Holes. You want as a regular? Wait, here's a Sharpie. I got you a Sharpie. Sharpie's great. Right. You just toss that bad boy. Uh, is there any paper over there? Um, no. There you go. No. No, I can make a paper run real quick. You got, no. There you go. Look at that. Nice. All right, everyone. It's even already like a column. You know what that means. When the Sharpie comes out, that means the holes are going to be explored. It's been a while. It has been a while. And I asked the uh, the Movie Crush page what category. We got a lot of good ideas. But uh, we went with Molly Thibodeau because she said movies based on true stories. Ooh, this is going to be a bloodbath. Not necessarily. It's, it's not necessarily biopics. Okay. Uh, they can also be true stories. Just, you know, in general. Yeah. Some of them are biopics. Okay. I bet you've seen more than you think. I love that you say biopic. Instead of biopic? Yeah. I think it's a conscious choice on your part. I think you're rebelling. No, I think a lot of people say biopic. But it's but it's definitely a choice. <laughs> you're in either the biopic camp or the biopic camp. That's true. Yeah. You can't put one foot in each camp. No, you no. can't. Never works. All right, Noel. We're going to get going with 20 holes. Ah, oh, I'm ready. I've got my columns ready. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. Little movie from Steven Spielberg called Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, I saw that one. All right. What was the guy's name? The, the uh, Abagnale? Frank Abagnale. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Real rascal, that one. I quite enjoyed that movie. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. He was a playboy and a conman mm-hmm. and a pilot. Wasn't he a pilot? Well, he, he, pretended, he pretended to be, to be a pilot, mm-hmm. but he didn't actually pilot anything. He, he didn't just, pilot anything. He was cutting checks. That's right. Uh, faking checks. Yeah. Fraud. He... Uh, he defrauded a he, – he became an attorney. Right. I think a, for a little what a, while. What a guy. <laughs> and then went on to work for the FBI. That's right. That's to a, that's catch the, people the, like the him. twist, if he could. Number two, Noel. The story of Chris McCandless, Into the Wild. No. Emil Hirsch. Yeah. And the true story of the boy who went missing. No. In the woods. Uh, I've heard it's good, though. Uh, uh, it was. Uh, didn't I, Eddie Vedder do the soundtrack? Uh, I don't remember. I think he did. That sounds about right. I think he did. Uh, number three, Noel, a little movie about being caught between a rock and a hard place, 127 hours. No, I, I purposefully didn't see that because oh, he, really? like, saws his arm off with, like, a pocket knife or something. That is one part of that movie. And I don't care for cutting. <laughs> I don't like cutting. Yeah. So if I can avoid it, uh, I well, will. I will. Then you probably shouldn't see that movie. It's uh, it's on Delta. Uh, I've considered watching it, but then that moment pops into my head. I'm like, do I need more anxiety right I now? I mean, it's really good. Uh What's his face uh, directed at? You know, Danny Boyle. That's right. So it, it is. You know, let's say the movie's two hours long, and the cutting scene is uh, forty-five seconds mm-hmm. or so. Yeah, maybe a minute. Okay. So just park that to the side. Do you see him do it though? Does it show? Um, there is some. Like you see some of it. I, I can't remember exactly how graphic it, it cut, cut away. Maybe to his grimacing face. Maybe yeah, some blood but it splatter. also showed a little bit because it really had to drive home <laughs> what this man did. <laughs> With a little tiny pocket knife, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wild. A dull, very dull pocket <laughs> knife. Because he used that knife to try and cut himself out. He dulled it on the rocks for days, or not days, because it was only 127 hours. Why did he do that? 
Um, he was trying to carve away enough rock oh. to get out. He ended up dulling the knife to the point where it was like cutting his arm off with a spoon, basically. Why couldn't he just sharpen it again against the rock? I don't think it works that way. Uh, I guess yeah. you got to have a, a I steel. Have, I think it needs to be steel. Specific. Yes. Kind of thing. That makes sense. All right, Noel. Number four. A little movie from our favorite boomer. Are there any big movies on this list? <laughs> big? These are all big. Uh, Raging Bull. Yes. Okay. It's been a long time, but I have seen it. Fantastic. That's sort of prerequisite viewing. You know, like when you're like, I'm going to start watching Challenging Cinema at like 13. <laughs> you know, you watch Raging Bull yeah. and Taxi Driver. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, a little movie about everyone's favorite nice guy, Gandhi. Gandalf? Gandhi. Gandhi. Oh, uh, yeah. With uh, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. You know. That's a no. We no, oh, no, 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 no. We watched it in, and I was, I watched it in a class. Oh, but it's very okay. long. It's very long, and I have a memory that we did it in two sittings, and I feel like I was out one of the days. Oh, that's a very so specific memory. I feel like I've only seen half of it, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in the no camp. All right, I, I say no. I'm fine with that. That doesn't quite count. You said no first. I did say no. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. All 
All right, Noel, a little movie about a football player. Definitely not. Called The Blind Side. No. Okay. Is that the one with the with Sandra Bullock? Uh-huh. Where there's like the underprivileged youth mm-hmm. she takes under her wing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. No. Not a bad movie. I'm I mean, sure you know, it's not. Very heartwarming. I'm sure it's... Uh, no, a little movie from one Mr. Steven Soderbergh called Aaron Brockovich. Is that the one with the toxic mm-hmm. sludge? Julie Roberts, Albert Finney. I have not seen it. Okay. No. All right. You're right. You're not doing great. Although it's not terrible. Okay. Uh, number eight. Still movie. time. Uh, movie. I just called you movie. <laughs> you could have played that off as just saying the number eight movie. I know. Hey, movie. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, what does he say? Uh, what Trump called um, the CEO of Apple was oh, uh, Steve Apple, Steve Apple, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he played that off. No, uh, I've been doing a fun thing now where every night when my daughter goes to bed, she wants a new story because I made the mistake one time of creating a story out of whole cloth, and now every night I want a new story. Oh wow! So every night I have to come up with a story, and they're all. Thank God she doesn't realize this, but there's the formula I've got going yeah. where it's a little girl who does something magnificent, yeah. like um, builds her own house made out of sand, uh-huh. like a life-size house, Aww. or starts her own veterinary service, Chuck. or uh, last night it was uh, made feather pillows for all the kids in the neighborhood. <gasps> feather pillows? Those are the softest feathers. of pillows. <laughs> so they all have the same format, and they're always four and a half years old. And every single time I say, she was four and a half years old, she goes, that's, that's how old I am, every night. And then oh, I let Chuck. her name the kid, uh, the girl, and I say, and her name was. And she looks, she does uh, the Steve Carell thing from Anchorman. She looks around the room and says an object as her name. Oh, nice. So, you know, uh, Ceiling Fan was one girl's name. Uh, blue Light was one girl's name. That's, I like Blue Light. That's I, Eyeball name. Nose was one of them. That's very clever. So then for the rest of the story, I have to say, and then Eyeball Nose went around collecting feathers. Chuck, you are a, <laughs> you are a top-notch dad. This is great. Well, great stuff. I try and all. But I've screwed Emily because she's like, now every time I go in there to sing her songs, because Emily usually does songs. She wants a new song. And she's like, I can't think of new songs. Like, not you don't have to write a song, just a song she hasn't heard before. So you're in there panicking because you can't think of a song. Yeah, she doesn't know the entire back catalog of The Carpenters, you know? I mean, pick a deep cut. Do you guys still read together? Not so much. No. Not not at that age. No. no that kind of fades. She's kind of got her own thing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We do we do lots of stuff together, though. Oh, of course. I'm not knocking you because you're not no, no, reading. I know. I, I, mean, I never what, learned to read! Once you get past, like, I don't know. I guess it varies, but I think once a kid is, like, seven or eight, yeah. they're probably not, don't want to be read to every night. I don't think so. All right, Noel. We're going to go with a little movie called All the President's Men. That's older, right? Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah. Watergate. No, I haven't seen him. Robert Redford. Reb Redford. Did he direct it? President Robert Redford. Yes. That's so funny. Watch <laughs> and Dustin Hoffman. He did not direct it. No. Uh, I believe that was a Sidney uh, Pollock film. Pollock. If I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen him. All right, Noel. Number nine, a little movie from everyone's favorite boomer once again. Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. about Howard Hughes called The Aviator. Yeah, that one's a longie, too. Um, I feel like I've seen it. Pretty sure I've seen it. 
I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to give that. A, I'm gonna. Be, I'm being super honest here. <laughs> I feel like I've well, seen sure. bits of it. Okay. Like in in the wrong order, like maybe from television viewing, but I don't think I've ever tried to watch it on purpose. All right, that's a no. You know how I feel about biopics, Chuck. It's not in my bag. That's why I knew I wasn't going to do super well. On I this. thought you didn't like music specific. I just don't like biopics in general. Period. You yeah. don't like movies about real people. Not not most of the time. Very interesting. Not, I mean, it's a, all right. I've seen good ones, obviously, but sure. when they're really billed as based on the true story of this famous person that did a thing, like yeah, I just it, it doesn't really. Yeah. All right. I got it. Uh, number 10, Noel. The King's Speech. Yes. I enjoyed that one very much. Great. Because that's also a story where you're like, that character doesn't loom quite as large, you know, in their, in their consciousness. It's more about the story. It's than, more about uh, the story yeah. than about, like, some guy's life and all the shit that yeah, he did or didn't agreed. do. Yeah. Number 11, Noel. The great, great Al Pacino uh, dirty cop story, Serpico. I've never seen Serpico. He's the good cop, though. He's the good cop. Yeah. The other cops are dirty. Dirty cops. Good cop. Yeah, exactly. Dirty cop V, good cop. Yeah. All right, Noel. A little Civil War film starring Denzel Washington and Matthew Broderick, Glory. I have not seen Glory. Glory is about the story. Yeah. In fact, I don't think I even knew that was... I mean, it was a true story about the division. Right. But I think the characters were actually... It's, the first, it's like the African-American division, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. In... in uh, the Civil War? Uh-huh. Yes. And boy. And they get like shredded. They're like used as movie. cannon fodder or no? Uh, I don't want to got a twist. Anything. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm into it's, it. I'm it's into really, it. really, really, really great. I love Denzel and I love Matthew Broderick in more serious roles. Mm-hmm. You tend to think of him as kind of a goofball, like self-deprecating right. nerd. But yeah. it's, I, I know he's got the chops. He's, he's a good actor. He's got the chops? He's got the chops. All right, Noel, number 13, Philip Seymour Hoffman's Capote. Love it. All right. Love it. Great. Because, again, that's about a murder. That's about a story. Yeah, I mean, I saw both of those Capote films. Right. Uh, and I feel like one was a little more biopicy than the other. I thought Capote with Hoffman was much more about the, the writing of In Cold Blood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw – did you see the other one with uh, – No, Toby – what's his face? Toby Jones? Yeah, that's exactly what his name is. Yep. All right, number 14, Noel. Little movie about a bunch of astronauts – Struggling to get back home. Apollo 13. I have seen that, yes. I saw that okay. in the theaters. You're coming back. It's, any, it's, it's anyone's game. Speaking of which, plug real quick. Okay. Got a show I've been working on with an outside production company, really, really talented group of folks, called Nine Days in July. Okay. Uh, that should be out now by the time you're listening to this. And it is about the Apollo uh, 11 uh, moon landing oh, mission. Oh, yeah. Um, but it uses never-before-heard audio from the actual mission. Wow. Uh, from mission control and from on the on the ship. Cool. Um, and it uses it to great effect. And it's a really cool, immersive, like, very cool, tense. The stakes are very well established. It's like you know the story, but you've never quite heard it like this. So check out Nine Days in July. Nine Days in July. Wherever you get podcasts. I love it. Uh, all right, Noel, on that note, a movie that was just out in theaters, First Man. I didn't see it, no. I haven't either. That's about Neil, right? About Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Played by a dead eye, a particularly dead eyed Ryan Gosling. <laughs> More dead eyed than usual. He in the trailer, he's real like stoic in the trailer. I yeah. remember looking. I love Ryan Gosling. Oh, he's fantastic. I, I say that with love. Uh, number sixteen, Noel. Everyone's favorite comedy, Schindler's List. It's a laugh riot. <laughs> uh, first of all, um, 
Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Okay. It's a wonderful, wonderful Great. movie. I mean, it, one, it's 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 obviously harrowing, yeah. but I've never seen it done quite like that before. It's mm-hmm. very very special. I thought it was interesting in Watchmen in the uh, ah. fantastic episode six. Yes, the black and white flashback to Hooded Justice, right? And that story, how they kept having the red. In the black and white. They talk about that. A clear nod to Schindler's yeah, List. 100%. They, yeah, 100%. They, they talk about that in a different scene yeah. where they someone mentions that very thing as though it were like, you know, like uh, oh, Did they mention egg. Schindler's List? No, they didn't mention Schindler's List. In this world, like Schindler's List didn't exist. Oh, right, right, It right. was this other thing kind right. of, you know. Right, yeah, right, right, right. But it was still right. the same technique. That episode was so good. Yeah. Uh, number 17, Noel, a movie that I still have not seen yet. Hidden Figures. I did see it, okay. and I liked it very, very much. I thought it was really well acted. It, like, split a really good balance between comedy and, like, drama. And, again, the stakes were pretty well defined, and the casting is just so good. Yeah. I love Octavia uh, Spencer. Is that her name? Uh-huh. She's fantastic. And um, Janelle Monet, like, who knew? Like, she was. she's a she's badass. Yeah. yeah. I want to see her in more stuff. Yeah, agreed. All right, Noel, the score right now with three to go is seven yeses and ten noes. Mm. If you sweep the final three, you have hit your 50% mark. Well, we'll see what happens. Little movie called Lion. Nicole Kidman. It's about a little kid, right? About a little kid, nah, adoptive. Uh, nah, see. Okay. So I'm, I'm sunk now, but let's keep going. It's for fun. Yeah, we keep going. You should see Lion. It's uh, devastating. Yeah. All right, Noel. You use that word like it's some pleasant thing I want to experience. <laughs> it's it's an emotional journey okay. worth taking. Got it. Let's say that. Uh, a movie about everyone's uh, favorite prime minister. I keep saying that. Everyone's favorite. Iron Lady. Oh, I thought you were going to say Churchill. No, I was just kidding. Iron Lady, uh, Meryl Streep's portrayal of uh, what's her face? Maggie Thatcher. Maggie Thatcher. Yeah. She was not. A lot of people did not care for her. I did not see that film. I didn't see it either. Okay. I just mean a lot of people didn't care for Maggie Thatcher. No, I know. I was just kidding. Like, uh, what's her? What's his name? Um, Pink Floyd does a lot of digs at old Maggie. Oh, uh, Roger Waters? Roger Waters sure. does not care for Maggie Thatcher. He didn't care for a lot of things. That's all. He's a cranky old man. But All right, Noel, we're going to finish up finally with number 20, a great, great film about John Lennon's youth called Nowhere Boy. Nope. Never even heard of it. All righty. Who directed that? What's that? What's the deal with Nowhere Boy? Uh, let me look. Who directed it? Is that older? I, I have never heard of that in my life. It was out. Um, it was smaller. Uh, it was out in 2009. Coming of age film about John Lennon. Uh, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Hmm. It's really good. It's uh, to show the Hamburg days, like the early Beatles days. And yeah, stuff. and even earlier, uh, like young teenagers and their skiffle band that would they would play on like right. a flatbed trailer, and uh, it's good stuff. But it's mainly about John Lennon and his relationship with his uh, grandmother and his mother, interesting, and his aunt. I didn't know about any of that. Yeah, it's really really fine film. All right, Noel, final score uh, thirteen to seven. So I, I kind of forgot. That biopics were not your jam, right? So that was heavily weighted. It's fine against you. I, I typically do okay. All this, apologies. Uh, I, no, 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 no reason for apologies. I, I did have a feeling up front that I was going to maybe my performance would 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 uh, flag on this one. <laughs> 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. All right, Noel, we're going to move on to the Crushers page because... Is that what we've become? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the crushers are, are, are crushing it. They're charging into battle they are. on the crushers page to deliver the content. So on the crushers page, uh, Rick Swain said, and this is a, a really good question. He said, what, because based on my recent review of The Irishman that I really wanted to like it and didn't, he said, what movie in your cinematic journey did you really want to like but just didn't? And what it uh, kind of turned out to be was which I like, is movies that are generally very well regarded by people that you just couldn't get into. Yeah, because it kind of stacks the deck sometimes. Like if you read all these accolades about a movie or you think you you, you, you like the director's other work right. or there's things like that that'll just up your expectations to the point where it's easier to feel let down mm-hmm. if it doesn't hit the mark. Can you think of one that everyone loved that you just couldn't quite get there <sighs> Movie-wise, on? Movie-wise, I'm having a harder time 
But I can think of one TV-wise I really wanted to like and just haven't so far. It's that His Dark Materials show on I HBO. I have not seen it. My friends love it. They do love it. Okay. I watched two episodes, really wanted to like it, found myself just not caring, and mm-hmm. now I'm, in my mind I'm like I have no real desire to want to f- continue watching it. Yeah, you got to do that with TV these days. It's yeah. like reading the first uh, 20 pages of a book. Like, if it's not grabbing you, just put it down. Yeah. Move on to a different book. Right. Um, but that's the clo- – I, I can't think of a movie like that because I typically vet movies pretty well where I go – I mean, that sounds stupid. It sounds like I'm just like, you know, not trying to be adventurous or whatever. But I, I don't know. I, I, I know what I like. I tend to be excited about things that I think are yeah. going to work for me. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm not usually let down yeah. uh, dramatically anyway. So I can't, I'll, I'll try to think as you go on. But Yeah, Irishman was on for me. And you know what movie I finally got around to? Uh, was Isle of Dogs. Yeah. The, everything about it says, oh, Chuck, you will love it. It's about dogs. Right. It's stop motion animation. Right. It's Wes Anderson. It stars all your famous, your favorite people. Right. Uh, it just didn't do it for me. Interesting. I was, did you like it? I did. I mean, I, I did. didn't hate it, but I was just kind of like, all right, it didn't really like draw me in. I did. It was very, um, very dry mm-hmm. and very matter of fact. Uh, but then again, so was Fantastic Mr. Fox. It wasn't. It was just a little darker and more dystopian, maybe. Yeah. And a little mean spirited at times, just because of how like bedraggled and sort of like you mm-hmm. know uh, jacked up the dogs look and the yeah. garbage <laughs> island and all that stuff. I mean, I, I liked mean, a lot of it. Trust me. Yeah. There were a lot of parts I liked, and it looked amazing. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think of it in my mind as like I wouldn't watch it again necessarily Mm, whereas Fantastic Mr. Fox I would because it's sort of a romp it's a fun feel good kind of movie whereas Isle of Dogs is less so maybe agreed that's that's the only yeah All right. Uh, Rick Swain himself says uh, the Hobbit movies uh, Lord of the Rings are my all time favorite and I really really wanted to like the Hobbit but outside of Martin Freeman and a few scenes here and there I was severely disappointed Mm -hmm. Uh, Beth Thielman says Tree of Life Ah, that's one for me. Yeah. That's one for me. It was okay, but I I don't know. I think a lot of people say it's a masterpiece. and Yeah. I found it incredibly pretentious and boring. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah. His new movie looks great. It looks great. It also looks like it's got a fucking story. Yeah. Zing. <laughs> uh, David Wilder says, I might get a lot of hate here, but I did not love Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I thought it was good. But everyone else thinks it was the best thing ever. I've heard that from some folks. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Had a, such a good conversation with Annie about that. Oh, well, she's got all the inside scoop. Yeah, man. She's a delight. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Uh, Jimmy Rutherford says, I know it's heresy, but any of the Star Wars films, uh, I just never watched them under the right circumstances. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know my position. I'm not yeah. I'm not a huge fan. You're medium. Yeah. I yeah. like I like I like them, and I actually like the the newer stuff almost better. Like not better. That's 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 a stretch. I just mean I've always found it to be a bit of a schlocky kind of uh, you know soap opera y kind of thing. Like I don't think it's like a masterpiece of cinema. I feel like it gets elevated to this like sacred cow kind of place when it really never was that to begin with. You know, I don't know. All right, all right, <laughs> Chuck. No, I mean, you know, uh, I've said it before. They're they're not the greatest movies ever made. They got heart. (laughs) They definitely have heart. Matt Underwood says, the talented Mr. Ripley. Hmm. I enjoyed that movie. I did too. Uh, Trevor Halperin says, everyone is raving about Parasite. I just didn't think it was that good. Oof. Have Have you you seen seen it it yet, Chuck? I have not. I think it's awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, Anastasia Bowden says, Roma. Maybe I just need to watch it again, she says. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, you still haven't seen that, mm-hmm. have you? You really loved it, though, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam Shortway says, every single Kubrick movie, hated every one of them, not a single redeeming <laughs> trait to any of those wastes of time. <laughs> Wowzer. I don't know if I'm being trolled or not. Wowzer. Uh, Adam, if you're trolling, well done. But, you know, maybe that's just not your bag. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Not a single not redeeming a single thing rede- <laughs> that's, that's, to those on. wastes of time. That just sounds like someone who just doesn't want to see the good in, in anything. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, old friend Champ Rosado says, Brokeback Mountain, big fan of the cast. I just never believed in the love. Huh. How did you feel about that film, Chuck? I loved it. I haven't seen it. I totally believed it. I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful That's what people story. say. People yeah. say that's the whole that's the whole thing. Like it, it wouldn't have worked if the, the relationship dynamics hadn't have felt right, especially since these are two big Hollywood macho dudes yeah. kind of and the fact that they like put him in this situation and make it believable that to me seems to be what grabbed people about the movie you know yeah it was just whew, devastating film uh, Tim McGavick says Godfather I don't think it's bad by any means uh, I actually really like it but I just don't love it okay uh, Alex Cavanaugh no country for old men not even in the top 10 Coen brothers that's crazy talk Daniel Quinn Bewley says, Mad Max Fury Road. Had I went to see it by myself, I would have walked out. Waste of time to me. And everyone else loves it. Hmm. Sounds like this guy's not a fan of fun. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, Noel. You're just kicking back over there and dissing on people. (laughs) Sorry. I just, you know, look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But when you you unequivocally say something is... Trash. Right. I reserve the right to say you are trash. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, old pal Hanu Vasuri says Bohemian Rhapsody. I love Queen. I was hoping the movie would have been good, but it was just meh. All right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Adrian Crane says Gangs of New York. I made it 20 minutes in and brought it right back to Blockbuster. <laughs> Here, oh, take a, this back. That's a dated ref right there. I love it. I love it. Oh, uh, James Shade. Shoved it right through that slot in the door because <laughs> it was after hours at this point. <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Uh, Gods and Generals from James uh, Shade or Shady. Huh. Gods and Generals. I don't know this one. It was a it was a Civil War movie. I, think. I see. Uh, let me see here. Noah Hubbard says, top of the list is anything from David Lynch. <laughs> I know, Noel. He's pushing your buttons. Uh, he said, I've tried. I know he's brilliant, and his movies do elicit a sense of unease in me, which is clearly part of what he's going for. I just can't seem to enjoy them. I can understand that. Some of them are not, quote, unquote, enjoyable. They're not exactly pleasant pictures, you know? Yeah. I'll tell you one that I can't get through and never have been able to get through is Inland Empire. I feel like that's just so over the top. It's a bit of a artsy. slog. It's a slog. It's very I never long. finished the new series. Uh, I did, uh, and it's and it's good. But, um, it, you know, for a guy like this, I, I would I would recommend watching The Straight Story, because that shows you, mm-hmm. you know, oh, David Lynch is actually not just jerking off, you know, over here. Like, he's actually <laughs> can make, like, very linear, uh-huh. very thoughtfully paced, you know, traditional movies. A straight story, if you it's will. It's a straight story, but it also still has a lot of his little weird hallmarks in it, but they're yeah. just kind of hidden. And I really, that's why that movie really is fascinating to it's me. It's a lovely yeah. film. Uh, our old pal Alex Glasnovich says, I really wanted to like Midsummer, 
but I'm pretty sure it's the worst movie I saw in 2019. I I, I feel very similarly. I think you do too. I re- we both really wanted to like. I'm it. gonna watch it again. Yeah, because I, I need to. I think I, I will too. And I didn't I didn't hate it or even dislike it. But it, that that's a great example. Now that um, that's one where I walked in fully expecting to be blown away. Yeah, and being far underwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Julia uh, Lurch says Drive. Underwhelmed. Yeah, I love Drive. I liked it too. Uh, Christopher Watt says, Ad Astra. I have not seen it yet. Mm-mm. He said, so much squandered potential, I left the theater angry. What is this? Ad Astra, the movie that was just out with Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones, the space movie. Oh. Uh, is it is it fiction? Yeah, and, and I think it's uh, what it really is, is a, is a father-son film. Got it. With space as the background or backdrop. My, Scotty loved it. He's got good taste. Cool. Uh, let's finish up with a few more here. Steve Credolfer says Avatar. So does Jason Santamire. I'm with you. Culver Matthews says The Irishman. Uh, Susan Kaspar says Bonfire of the Vanities. Hands down the worst big budget flick I've ever seen. And finally, our old friend from Ohio, Gail Kuntz, The Danger Oven, says It Follows. I thought it was dumb as hell. <laughs> I loved it. Follows. I did too, uh, but that's okay. It, it's a little bit of a thin conceit. I will agree with like mm-hmm. the whole premise, but that's sort of what makes it fun, right? It's sort of a very simple device, right? Yeah, the the the, the, the spooky device. You know, I I quite liked it. I did too, uh, but that's okay, Kuntz, because we'll always be pals. Oh, for sure. You got anything else, Noel? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, Noel, here we are, January thirtieth. It's the end of the year. Oh. Thanks for another great year with me in here. Of course, man. Thank you. And uh, thank you to all the movie crushers who support us. Y'all are the best. And all the other shows that you support that we do. Uh, We are very fortunate to have these great jobs. It's not lost on us. Uh, And uh, as we always say here at the end of the year, um, some people have tough times with these big holidays and things. So reach out to a friend, family member, jump on our Facebook page. Good people there. Yeah. Hope everyone's going to do well here at the end of the year. That's the thing. I mean, uh, not to put too fine a point on it, but um, everyone has moments where they think that, you know, they would be burdening somebody by reaching out or asking a friend for help or for, uh, you know, helping hand or something. But chances are uh, that is uh, everyone feels that way. So just like, you know. Rekindle old friendships uh, this time of year. Even if you think someone is too busy for you, chances are they think that you think that about them too. <laughs> so it's a great way to say it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 